0: Nowadays, I could go beyond like six in a row, um, but it doesn't—it doesn't actually become more difficult. Um, it actually becomes kind of more easy.
1: Okay, I want to pause this here. It does become more difficult for me, right? Like the first one is easiest, the second one is is a little bit harder, third one harder still. It's it's probably actually exponentially. Harder. Hello, and welcome to your mileage may vary. This show is a mostly comedy slash sometimes serious show about sex and relationships. My co-host is fellow sex connoisseur, Mike. Say hi to the adoring fans, Mike. Hello. Um, I'm pretty excited for this episode, and not only because I've received an amazing letter from a partner that I'm positive Mike is going to claim is filled with lies, we have a bunch of juicy other topics to cover, including some listener feedback about the maximum number of female orgasms achievable. Whether it's hot to watch a partner masturbate on camera, negotiating blowjob intent, and more. A few bits of housekeeping before we get started. If you love the show as much as we think you should, we'd appreciate ratings on whatever podcast platform you use. We also enthusiastically collect feedback at ymmvpod at gmail.com. And to entice you into opening that old-fashioned email client, we offer $15 for any feedback received. Just let us know how you'd like us to pay you, cash, up, Venmo, whatever. Okay, Mike, happy new year.
2: Happy New Year, Keith. When you say a partner,
1: uh, you mean a sexual partner? I do. Uh, and this was a um, fairly recent experience. Um, and so I, I don't know if I should just... Yeah, I guess is I it, should set up some context. But go ahead. Well, go is, ahead. It,
2: is this an ongoing partner? Like, is this someone that you're going to be reluctant to talk about? Or is it something that you you feel... You know, it has reached a point where maybe it's over or whatever, and you feel liberated to give full uh, uh, disclosure.
1: This is a person that I have met in person once, and I, I hope I'm going to see her again. Uh, our plan, our stated plan, definitely is to. But you know, maybe she'll change her mind. I I did ask her if I could share this, and she said yes. So okay, but that means that you're going to be a little bit guarded in if I
2: start posing a lot of questions. Maybe, you know, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, okay.
1: well, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll negotiate this as as we go along. Uh but um uh some context, we had sex and she announces her orgasms. And for those who have not listened to some of our more recent episodes, can you briefly describe your opinion on orgasm announcing? Sure. I mean, it's uh, well, first of all, I mean, announcing is something that men do
2: pretty consistently uh, in porn and real life, where they sort of say they're about to come. And it's something that women do in porn, but uh, maybe less in real life and makes me suspicious of the reality of their orgasm because there's really no, for a man, there's a reason to announce. It's that. A fluid is about to be expelled. And maybe the woman, for one reason or another, wants to know about that. For the woman, like, there's no actual actionable insight derived from that announcement. And so that makes it a little strange, a little unusual. But, you know, let's see. You mean hear for,
1: it. for a woman to announce? There's no, there's, there's no like uh, critical need for her to announce.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that for a man, it's mostly pragmatic. It's that like men, uh, yeah, I mean, like they, they, their partner appreciates um knowing what's what's coming so to speak and particularly in oral i think in oral it's just obvious why right i mean like you know she doesn't want to choke or gag or something and so there's this piece of information you can convey for a woman yeah there's just no such a necessity
1: yes okay yes i agree with all that okay all right so all right so 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 fact one is that is that she announces her her um, so, what
2: can you give orbit. us the exact words she used? I mean, did did I know that you bat close to, if not a thousand, from your female partners, uh, even on the first time, which is very unusual? Yeah, know, I, we're, very, we're getting
1: to that. We're getting to that. I mean, this this uh, yeah, this is yeah.
2: Is it, oh, let me a couple 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 questions. Actually, there was no vibrator involved. There was no vibrator involved. Okay, and what what was involved? Like, what was the thing that
1: drew her to climax here? Uh, So she had, um, a number of orgasms. So I can't remember if I said this yet. Okay. So, so she wrote me a, a short letter that I'm going to read here at the, at the end of this here. And it, it, um, the number of orgasms is is stated in this letter. So I don't want to spoil it until we, until we get to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, she had multiple orgasms and uh, I will say for, for your sake, so that you don't need to do this. Let's stipulate that they are supposed orgasms. So they, she claims they that she did. I think that she did, and whether or not she actually did is is going to be sort of up up to you and and the jury of our listeners. Okay, hang on. So you think she did, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: do you think she did only because of her report, or is there something else in the situation that makes you so confident?
1: By her report, you mean her her announcement or her letter? I, I, I have to uh, say yeah. that I have yeah. never
2: received a letter after sex indicating how many orgasms I, the woman had that's a very yeah, well, formal relationship. The reason sorry, relationship. the reason
1: why she did this is uh after the second time I, I sort of <laughs> laughed cuz it was like it was so it was so topical right cuz we've been talking about this the last couple episodes like whether announcing orgasms is normal and whether people having orgasms on early sexual encounters is possible and I was like yeah there's yeah, wait. Wait till Mike hears about this.
2: You have to. I'm really. You have to know that there's nothing that pleases me more uh, than knowing that that was the thought you had around that time. So you were. You were. Let's just get this. So you were in bed with this lovely lady having yep. sex. She's mm-hmm. having all these orgasms, and you're not thinking about her beautiful naked body. You're thinking about.
1: You're Which thinking it like. Really oh, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to was... go into
2: more detail on that?
1: No, I, I don't think that would be. Alrighty yeah there, there, there's some amount of what do they say people don't kiss and tell and obviously i'm telling quite a bit here but that that's that's a bridge you do like we can't for example post a picture to the show notes correct That that would not be happening. you could ask and remember her, maybe remember we're still anonymous we've never used full names or anything so yeah
2: all um, uh okay so so you the but the thing that persuaded you that it was happening was not, was it just the announcement or was there some physical no, manifestation? I'm, other than deciding,
1: that? I'm deciding whether or not this is a, a big reveal. I don't, I don't think it is. Uh, I'll ask her after we record, um, but I, I think this is okay. So when she orgasms, she gets uh, very sensitive and uh, a, a couple, a few of the times she like actually pushed me out of her um, and was sensitive for, you know, probably 30 seconds, maybe, maybe longer after. Um, Can you be more specific
2: about what you mean by pushed me out of her? Like, what does that mean?
1: Yeah. So I can sort of feel contractions um, or like contraction. And then, yeah, she puts her hand on my hips. I mean, she, she announces she's coming and then, yeah, she sort of pushes me off of her. Okay, so I just was—I wanted to clarify that it wasn't actually like her
2: vaginal muscles that were pushing no, you out of her, no, it was her no. hands. Okay, and also, uh, so she announces, and what is the time lag between the announcement and pushing you off of her or out of her?
1: Uh, it varied, but ballpark, uh, you know, five uh, seconds
2: hour, a minute.
1: It would be something like you know, I'm going to come, and then, uh yeah something on the order of 20 to 30 seconds i mean sometimes okay, which, go ahead did did this only take place in one uh
2: position or were there multiple positions where this took place i don't see how this is relevant to anything the, the reason it's relevant is because uh, a <laughs> uh okay. is because you said that the increased sensitivity caused her to want you to stop doing what you were doing which is which makes sense but what i was trying to understand is like you know where is the sensitivity so then i was thinking to myself okay well if the sensitivity is sort of in the clit region then maybe there's one position that would stimulate that more and then maybe there was another position where you know there'd be less of that and then you would expect her not to push you off
1: uh, out of her okay i'm going to try to remember i think i could just say the number because that's not like the that's not like the most interesting part of this letter so the number is 6 um of of claimed orgasms and mm-hmm. Uh, I think two were uh, oral and four were penetrative, but I'm not sure. Like I, I wouldn't sign an affidavit uh, swearing to that, it was, it, but that's like the correct order. Um, and then positions, I'm not sure. I think at least two were missionary and then one or two of the others were uh, other, I think. I can't remember. Okay. And the oral ones, uh,
2: uh, were those the first? No. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's interesting. And were you too. doing
2: anything special uh, other than using your tongue and maybe fingers?
1: <laughs> uh, anything special, like what?
2: Well, for starters, was it just tongue, just fingers? Well, oral. So I guess tongue.
1: Yeah. Are you asking if there was like a toy involved?
2: No, mostly I want to know if you had your fingers in there.
1: Oh, uh, on on one of them, yes. So did if, you? If can, did you? I mean, would you say? I that should have. From feel your... like I obviously should have taken more careful notes here, but I, yeah, from, I don't. From your,
2: but from your vast experience in this area, would you say that you felt uh, the characteristic contractions with your
1: finger oh. or fingers? I, I I knew this would this would this would come up. I think so. You think I, you did? Okay. Had, yeah, but yeah, I think so. All right. So is there more, there must be more to this story. There's a letter she wrote you, so. Well, this letter is, I mean, we've, we've gotten, we've sort of danced around, circled the prey here, but yeah, I mean, I'll read the letter. Um, uh, And you have a picture of this available to you. Um, But yeah, unfortunately it has my name and her name in it. Right. I've not read the letter Uh, and you said it was great. So I'm really excited. So, so before I read this letter, you have, you have not read the letter? I have not. I know that there's a letter. I saw that you uh, you posted me a screenshot, but that's it. Before I read this letter, I want to know what the probability – what probability you would assign to her having had six orgasms is. I mean, there's I, – I, the problem is I don't want to
2: start boring our audience about this. Like there's – I mean, <laughs> there's like – what was the – total? okay, a couple more things. What was the total
1: amount of time? Uh an evening and the next morning. oh oh uh wait wait wait
2: wait that totally changes it. so yeah, so yeah sorry. No, the- this was
1: not all in one in one session.
2: Oh well that uh, I mean that's a really important reveal. I mean like okay, so how many in the evening and how many in the morning?
1: I don't I don't I don't remember the split. okay, but it was something like two four there, or three but yeah yeah or three it, wasn't, three. it wasn't five one or six zero oh, okay
2: And then let's take the evening session or the morning, whichever one you want. how long did that session last?
1: uh a, a long enough period of time where you wouldn't it, it wasn't like it was orgasm 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 it was there was it, there was it couldn't have been because you've already said that there was at
2: most say 4 uh, in a session you're saying you're saying it was like like an hour or 45 minutes or something yes yeah i mean i th- i think that's plausible i think it's plausible like there's nothing here that's like insane to me okay um
1: yeah so so all right, so this is what she wrote, and she wrote this after I said that you would never believe what 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 had happened. She says, wait, "I." When did
2: you wait? Wait, wait. When did you say that? <laughs> wait, what is going on here, Keith? So, like, so, so you're you're in bed with this woman, uh-huh. and you guys are sitting there talking about <laughs> about me. What's wrong with you?
1: Okay, that wasn't like the only topic of conversation, Mike. I mean, I hope we, not. We, we talked about world affairs and. You know, so you, you like he's not going to believe it, and she's a she's a regular listener. I take it, or maybe you keyed her. I into think she's. To, I think she's listened to one episode, or she's certainly not. She doesn't know the full YMV canon. Okay, well, I, but we appreciate uh, yet another listener. Um, so thank her for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll um, let her know. Well, she's listening probably, but but uh, okay, so so and then she wrote you. And by the way, I I do know this letter is handwritten, handwritten mm-hmm. letters. So let's hear it. Let's hear it.
1: Okay, she says, I uh. And then she states her name. Swear on all my honor and life that Keith, and then she actually says my full name, uh gave me six, and then six is underlined three times of the best orgasms of my life on our first date. And then she writes the date and and she signed it. Okay. Well, you can so, frame that. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh that's what someone else suggested. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, this obviously are- needs to get protected under under safe glass and and all that. Um and yeah i mean you never did say like what what you thought the odds were and now that we have this letter maybe i should get it notarized by nancy pelosi who's our congressman here in san francisco i, mean, I don't like
2: i don't think that i don't think that i understand where this is coming from so this is coming from like my previous statements that i'm skeptical about kind of women who say they've had a really large number and kind of rolling in other words, with very little time in between.
1: Yes, two in, things. In, yes, in, yes, yes, yes. The well, yeah, that. Okay, yeah, the amount of time in between, the announcing, and having this happen on uh, an early sexual encounter.
2: Okay, that's true. That's true. So, so let's uh, the the um, the let's start with the many many in a row. The thing that I am skeptical of is when the claim is made that. There is something that's just totally different from an experience that a man could ever have. That, be, that makes me skeptical because, you know, biologically, like the, the, the functioning of the parts is like fairly similar. And so it's it's when people make a claim that they've just had some t- fundamentally different experience from the other gender that I'm always suspicious of that. Um, so, so, but here, I don't think that's happening. I mean, like in, in the, the reality, like how many orgasms did you have?
1: Um, three.
2: Okay. So, I mean, she's not like that far off from you and like you, you know, so that's, so yeah, I mean, so that's plausible. Okay. So there's two other dimensions here. There's the announcing. So did she, what, every single time she did that?
1: Yes. Okay.
2: And, uh. By the way,
1: it's, it's, uh, I mean, (laughs) modulo you being in my head about it definitely being false uh <laughs> <laughs> controlling for that you you scumbag uh yeah it's it's pretty nice it's it's arousing for someone to announce that it's actually almost yeah too arousing right like it it, it pushes me closer
2: sure I mean it, by the way when she announced was it like what was the did we talk about this what the time lag was bef- between the announcement and and, and your view you asked, of the I
1: didn't I didn't give uh concrete answer because i don't remember but also it sort of depends like you know she would say i'm close and then you know moments later uh i'm coming now um had she it, but 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 importantly she'd
2: heard this podcast so this is a like I have i'm some skepticism sure, around that.
1: i'm not sure in fact I'm I'm almost positive she had not heard any of the episodes where we discussed this topic.
2: Then why did she sign that letter? Oh, because you talked Oh, because
1: about I mentioned it. it. Yeah, I mentioned it. Okay. Okay. Uh so so in, in uh um, question. That was a reasonable question. But yeah, that's And when I mean. she
2: when she uh announced well, so for example, the next morning, there's some room for suspicion because like you'd had this conversation, presumably. Yeah. But you can announce- imagine,
1: yeah, all future announcements are like almost embellished because she's been encouraged well, to do so
2: yeah, when she announced, was it really matter of fact or was it sort of like kind of a moaned
1: kind of like, a, oh, it, Mike, it was, it was breathless, almost, you know, euphoric, I, I would say.
2: Okay. Um, I mean, okay. So like, th- this is really good. I really appreciate, uh, I don't have a name for her, but, uh, um, but her, her, uh, her feedback here, I think that she is doing something helpful here to clarify my position on this. I don't yeah. think that what she's describing there is impossible by any means. It's, It sounds believable to me. The issue I have is that the style of announcement that takes place in porn is just obviously fake. Um, And so it's – like the context matters. Like the fact that like there was all this other stuff going on, um, you know, I'm close, all this kind of stuff uh, that like made it contextually sort of reasonable versus like a woman, a cam girl in front of a camera that's probably just putting on a show for you. Like it's it's much harder to believe in that latter category.
1: Okay. That – yeah, that, that that's that's reasonable. Okay, Just, so uh, well go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna, I was well, I was gonna, gonna say, go to the third. I was gonna Yeah, go ahead, go, to, go ahead to the third.
2: Okay. You know, so this thing about um the first time with a guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I think, I think certain that, people are more comfortable than others. Yeah. Like yeah, this I think person that's this person is not at all uncomfortable with her sexuality.
2: Okay. Um well, but I'm, but but in the letter, she told you they were some of the best orgasms of her life. Yeah, which makes I me mean, a little pride. Pride. I
1: mean, the, I almost wish she hadn't said "best" because that oh, calls into question political. everything, right? Yeah, that's right. That's actually that's
2: actually one of the things that makes me a little more skeptical here, because because part of the skepticism is that is that she could think she had them and they weren't real, like she didn't, you know she's not clear on what they are. And so that's part of the, 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 the issue here. Um, but anyway, like, again, like, I mean the, you know, the, the the first time you do it together, I just think it lowers the probability. So like, okay. So if you, if you're looking for like an overall probability score, I think I still would be like it. 70% 70% or something? Like I, I'm not gonna be at 99% because I have this like problem of like, well, I there's understand. a series of things. Six times, first time with the partner, it's a little bit unusual.
1: Yeah. Oh, Each and one then of these makes the, the Venn diagram interfe- oh, intersection a little bit
2: small. You, She had them when you're having intercourse, was she uh one more thing about that. Yeah. When you when she had them uh, when you were having intercourse, uh, did she touch herself?
1: Uh I think on one of them, yes. But definitely it was one or none. There were times uh, that she touched herself. I can't remember if she orgasmed during while doing that or not. Yeah, so that's like that's I think these things all lead. That's actually another independent variable
2: that leads me to have it be a little bit lower is this thing of like it's like just because statistically speaking, the odds of having one without any clitoral contact is
1: kind of low. And so it's like you have this series of things where it's like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I have like an unusually shaped pubic bone. Do you? Well, how would I know? Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's not it's something, little... but the, the, the thesis here is you can't tell visually.
2: Yeah, you also already uh, <laughs> said that it was in multiple positions, right? And so like your pubic bone <laughs> oh, right, always right. right, right, yeah. So okay. it's a little right. like, let's, I don't, just I don't know. Just brainstorming here. Okay, I don't know. I mean, there's also like, yeah. I mean, she look, look. When this type of thing goes on, like, she wants, she clearly wants to date you. She's interested in you, and so she has this incentive. Like, there's a perverse incentive. Maybe I'm below 70. I'll say 70. Anyway, you you had some other thing you were talking. You were talking you down the further we get into this. Well, I I can convince my because it's like she has such a strong incentive to say that to you, and like, you know, and you were basically openly criticizing the probability by bringing the podcast up and the thing I said up, and so it's like, well. She has an emotional incentive to basically convince yeah. you.
1: Yeah. If, and then I'm there's this I'm almost issue. like kidnapping her. Yeah. She's held hostage.
2: Yeah. And then there's a separate issue that like, you know, there there, yeah, there's this issue that women aren't always clear on what's going on because it isn't as obvious for a woman. Like for a man, you ejaculate. So it's like, okay, I know, I know that was it. But for a woman, it's it can be it can be more challenging to understand it. But uh, oh, you yeah. know, I mean that
1: goes without saying though. Like obviously if there was some sort of <laughs> visual thing, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's what ma- that's what makes this so so intriguing. I mean, all I can say, Keith, is that like if you do have another uh,
2: session with her, another date, you continue seeing her. Uh, you know, I think that it would be really useful to like have even stronger proof evidence. I think anal contractions is very uh, good evidence.
1: <laughs> okay, so. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll bring my home MRI machine next time, and we can.
2: You don't need that. You you have a God gave you a finger uh oh yeah you mean for the anal contractions yeah okay sure uh, sure i mean she she probably you know i mean i don't know what her proclivities are but she
1: might be interested in uh yet more proving uh her point yeah okay well uh either i will introduce this topic to her uh that naturally or <laughs> she'll hear this and... you can look you can always give her
2: give me her phone number and i'll talk to her yeah, that's going to be a hard pass.
1: All right, so let's move on to the next. Do you have anything else you want to say about this, bike?
2: No, oh, it was very interesting. And bravo. Bravo for your uh, enjoyable encounter.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think like what percentage chance I think that everything is reported factually, as factual as reported. I think that unless, as long as you are interested in dating this young lady, that uh, you
2: should—that's
1: uh, radioactive. You should keep that under wraps okay. and let me be okay. the, the bad right. guy. I should. Okay. So, so you're 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 at somewhere between sixty and and seventy percent. That's right. That's right. It's it's believable. It's believable. It's plausible. It's not uh, yeah. nothing there that's crazy, but there are a number of things that are a little—I uh, don't know. So we'll okay. see. Okay. All right. So we have our usual assortment of topics from Reddit to. To battle through, but uh, we had some feedback from another person who um, is actually a friend of mine, and she said she listened to the episode we had with Allie, and Allie said on that episode that the most number of orgasm she'd had in a day was, do you remember? I think it was was a relatively low
2: number. It was a number a man would potentially have. It was something like three.
1: Yeah, I think she said three. And she said, you know, once in the morning, once in the uh, in the afternoon, and and once in the evening. Um, Although she did say that, like the the thing, and I think this was episode
2: twenty two, twenty one. It was a couple episodes ago, but she did say that, um, uh, that like the the blocker really isn't necessarily physical. It's like desire. Like she just doesn't think about it enough. And so, like, mm-hmm. I think if she really decided she was going to try for more, like, I think mm-hmm. there was no indication that it wasn't possible to do more.
1: Yeah, yeah. This friend actually addressed that. She said she often thinks about masturbating when she's bored, um, which is something that I definitely do. Um, so, anyway, this 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 friend's experience and Allie's are sort of different. Um, anyway, this friend said, this, "Okay, this is the interesting part." She said that when she was eighteen, uh, so that's like you know prime maxing out orgasming age. She says that she uh, orgasmed 15 times. And she says that the 15 times were over a period of about two hours. And she added that she could probably have done more, but the orgasms became less pleasurable and eventually she got sore. So she stopped. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think there's more detail here that makes it more plausible, but yeah. Okay. Um, um, Yeah, let's see. So, so I have. She recorded a voice note for us here that I'm going to play here imminently. I'm trying to see if there's anything else interesting before I get into that. So, yeah, I asked her what the nature of her soreness was, and she said, um, (laughs) she said that uh, it's the actual tissue around the clit that got sore. So if she she says she probably could have prevented that if she used lube. Uh, she said also, and this was interesting, but made sense to me after she said it, she said that her fingers got tired and the muscles in her legs. And that totally makes sense to me. Like if you go 15 times in two hours, like, yeah, there's going to be like a fatigue aspect. Sure. I mean, it's the, like the, yeah,
2: one of the things that makes this the most plausible, and I think you more plausible, and and you said it yourself, or you said it from what she said, is that the pleasure decreased significantly. Uh, and so it became less and less compelling, which I think, I mean, look, I don't know what the record for a man, I mean, like, I'm sure we could have somebody write in and tell us some guy would be like, Hey, oh I my God. did it 47 times in two hours. I, I don't know, but generally my experience has been, and I think yours is the same is like the amount of pleasure you derive goes down pretty significantly. And to me, that's just obvious because like there's some sort of hormonal correlate to an orgasm. Like there's something, there's some drug basically that your body is releasing internally that makes you have that euphoric experience. And it's like so when somebody says, Hey, I was able to kind of make this thing happen a whole bunch of times, but like the last many of them weren't very pleasurable, that's much more believable, much, much more believable to me than somebody than the oft claimed, particularly in porn, uh trope, that they have a, a ton of them in every single one. Sometimes they're more play they get even more and right. more pleasure. Right. That's where I think, no, you're not climaxing, like you're just plateauing. But but let, yeah. you know, go on.
1: Yeah. So she goes into some detail on that in the voice notes. So um, yeah. And she added via text that yeah, really mostly she stopped because the intensity of the orgasms diminishes a lot after like number four or five. Um, Which by the way, I think is
2: pretty analogous to the male experience. I mean, getting to 15, whatever, or was that the number in two hours? That's extreme. I don't think- That's impressive. Yeah. And I'm not sure maybe an 18 year old guy could do something like that. That's a lot. But the thing I'm certain of is that- Whatever number he got to after like number three, it would be not very fun. Like it would just be kind of yeah, you wouldn't be get you you might get the um contractions to happen,
1: but there would be no, no euphoric feeling. I have never gotten to the point in my <laughs> marathon attempts where I actually where it's actually painful. Like I've gotten where it's like a little bit painful, but still the the like good feelings are better than the bad. I can imagine getting to a point where it's just like almost completely unpleasurable.
2: Yeah. So I've had, I've had, I would say two things. One is that I've had the unpleasurable situation, sorry, the painful situation, but the pain is usually like around the prostate. I think in other words, like the muscles there get tired Um, or the sort of, maybe that's, maybe that's where like the muscles are that are sort of controlling the blood flow to your erection. So that, that's like, there's some kind of dull aching there. And the other thing is, like you said, I, I absolutely have had the experience with no pleasure. And also Curiously, and I've found this online as a thing. I've also experienced the no pleasure thing correlating with taking ibuprofen or taking like painkiller drugs, like maybe a day or two later, like it's just not pleasurable at all if I orgasm, which I, th- huh. I think we've discussed this before. I don't know we if you've ever discussed orgasm. this.
1: I have not paid enough attention then or since to to corroborate or not, whether but or You not- do sometimes have this experience where like you ejaculate, but it's just not. You're just like, yes. oh, that was great. Yes. yes. Yeah. But I haven't paid attention to like what my diet or habits were that that correlate with that. Yeah. Now I've noticed so. a correlation
2: there, and also it doesn't seem to correlate with like the intensity of arousal. Like sometimes you'll be, I'll be very aroused. Yeah. A lot, you know, I ejaculate. For me, I, nothing like uh, our guest Eric, who could uh, tip the scales at a lot of semen. Uh, but I would generate a normal, you know, nice amount. Uh, but it just doesn't feel that good, and 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 and. Yeah. At some point it occurred to me that it was it related to taking painkillers like a day or two before. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. And huh. apparently that is a thing. If you look online, you find people
1: citing that. That's like a pretty major reason not to take non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen or aspirin. Maybe, yeah. But
2: maybe it's an uncommon situation. I, I've never, you know,
1: I don't maybe, know Yeah. Maybe it's like one of these things that affects, you know, like drug commercials always say like, you know, some people experience diarrhea and dry mouth and whatever. But I will say that, like, I've definitely had the experience of like, I have a, say a small headache
2: and I think to myself, oh man, but do I want to not have any good orgasms in a couple days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've thought that, but I mean, of course there's all, yeah, there, there are a number of reasons you would make that choice, but yeah, anyway.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it depends what's, what's, what's important in your life for those, for those few days. Okay. All right. I'm going to play this note. So yeah, just, it's, it's about two minutes long. Uh, you can stop me at any point and uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, she's European, so English is like her fourth language, but uh, her English is pretty good. So, all right, I'm gonna—I'm just gonna start playing this. Okay, I'm too tired to type and um, don't have my computer on anymore. So,
0: sounds sexy. He's kind of mm-hmm. right in saying that it can become actually a little bit difficult to kind of know when it's actually an orgasm or not because the intensity really goes down a lot and it's more like. <laughs> I don't know. It's more like a, a little kind of like sigh thing. It's like you're doing the right stuff and your body kind of feels it. And then it's like, okay, I'm done. And
2: can you pause before, it? Yep. like the
0: first. I-
2: so right there, that is a, that is, I think we can agree a, an experience that differs pretty markedly from the male experience. Like it's, you're never, a man is never going to be like, oh, I'm on orgasm number N And I don't know whether it is one or not. Like the the muscular contractions are extremely obvious, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes. I think she would contest that she doesn't know whether it is one or not, but- That's what she said. Well, She said
2: like, the pleasure goes down and it can be a little bit difficult to discern what's going on there.
1: Yeah. I mean, those were her literal words, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I mean,
2: okay. Regardless of whether this validates or invalidates her point, it's an interesting- piece of information like even for somebody who's like and we'll see later in the voice clip like she's very certain of her experience here Mm -hmm. even for a woman that's very certain there can be some uncertainty when the level of pleasure the level of experience kind of gets dialed way down that is an interesting difference uh to a man and it makes me wonder like well is that because because there is this experience men have which is like you'll get near an orgasm and you'll have these sort of twitchy feelings and it is pleasurable but it is not an orgasm or i wouldn't care if characterize it as one and it makes me wonder like what you know is, is is number nine through 16 or whatever here for her just that like something that a guy would co- call like edging or something but anyway
1: yeah i don't know all right let's let her continue to yeah explain
0: i don't know four or five times it's really like yes it's it's the actual thing and um about the does it become more difficult This is a tricky question to answer because, first of all, I don't think I could do that anymore nowadays, but when I was, like, bored and, I don't know, 18, I could still. Um, So, for me, nowadays, kind of, it goes away, like, I I just become too, yeah, it's like, also the thing that Ali said, it's like, it's too sensitive after a while, Um, so I don't think Nowadays, I could go beyond like six in a row, um, but it doesn't. It doesn't actually become more difficult. Um,
1: it actually That's becomes hard. kind
0: of more easy.
1: Okay, I want to pause this here. Sure, it does become more difficult for me, right? Like the first yeah. one is easiest. The second one is is a little bit harder. Third one harder still. It's it's probably actually exponentially harder.
2: Yeah, I mean, there there the. Well, there's something that I thought. This is like the second time I've heard this clip. So there was something I thought the first time I heard it, which was there are two possible explanations. There, one explanation is that look, it's always easy and it stays easy. The second explanation is that that I think is somewhat more probable is that it's not that easy to begin with for her, right? So the first one requires a fair amount of effort, and this and then and then it continues to be a fair amount of effort. Uh, whereas for a man the first one might require much less effort. Uh, And so then you get closer to, to, and and that would comport with, you know, a a large amount of information you can get on the sex subreddit or just research that like for women, like arousal takes a lot longer typically.
1: Well, it Um, sounds like it takes longer, but orgasming doesn't materially drop it that much. So like subsequent orgasms are easier because you're already warmed up. Yeah, that differs. I mean, that does significantly differ from Ali's
2: Ali's, um, report, which was that Ali said – She said that it it dropped a lot. And yeah, she basically almost – she almost described it as having to start over because of the high sensitivity. And there's something this lady – Didn't she say – Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't Ali say that she does occasionally orgasm twice in single sexual encounters? She said it was rare – Maybe she even said she can like count how many times it had happened on two hands. I don't remember, but
2: I feel like she sure, said. Sure, but it. I think the my recollection is that the important thing about it, or the, the the thing that was sort of the thing that sticks in my memory, is her saying that like she kind of had to start over. It was something that reminded me of my mo- my own experience. Like it's kind of like you you go back down to some kind of significantly lower level of arousal, and you have to kind of
1: build back up. Like it's not yeah okay it's not riding a wave. Yeah okay okay all right I'm gonna. I'm going to continue. Here we go. Yep.
0: So, and also the, the refraction period is like, this is another thing I wanted to comment on is because she said she needs like a minute of a minute or two minutes of not touching at all. And some days I also need that, but some other days you can just keep going and it doesn't really make a difference. And if, if you know you catch one of these days and you can keep going you can actually get to something like I guess that woman meant with riding the wave because you kind of stay at a very high arousal stage so to speak and you can just like get the second off within like I don't know 30 seconds to a minute but the interesting thing is like after that you need you need a couple minutes before you can go again so that's kind of my experience
1: Okay, so what all right so that implies that there's like basically two different modes of orgasm, right? Like there's this one where it's intense and then, you know, you're you're I don't know if it's sore or oversensitive and you need like a, a minute to like you know, refract or or calm down. And then there's other times where you orgasm or quote-unquote orgasm and then yeah, you're on like this wave, like you're sort of surfing. You know how like surfers sort of like will like pump their board a little bit to, to keep going. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm
2: trying to think, I'm trying to decide whether I've ever had an experience like that in my life. And I think it's possible that I have like that, where you basically climax once and then like you, I don't know if within a minute, but I think it's possible in my life that I've had the experience of it being within, I've certainly had the experience of not losing my erection.
1: In any meaningful way. That's definitely happened to me. Okay. Me too. But I think it's more that I'm having like a not full orgasm the first time. Like hmm. something gets gummed up in the works, or I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. I think I would, I basically, yeah,
2: I mean, like, I think there, I think what you're saying there has some insight, is insightful in the sense that it's like, I, th- I think a way to imagine it is there's a certain amount of, Whatever that's going to get produced in your body, and yeah, I mean, like, there's this question of whether you use up so much that you lose arousal, and like, yeah, it's possible that there's a a lot to start with because you're super excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, and frankly, like, in your the first uh, uh, story with the the woman who told you you were good at sex, um, the uh, yeah, I mean, like, you could argue you could that, like, ask, in the first, by the way, away, well, best is. Sort of the superlative of good, but sure, sure, you were the best, the best. Thanks, Mike. Look, Thanks. I, I hope you don't break up with her. My gosh, for her, for her thing. my goodness, <laughs> or, or vice versa. But uh, um, the your first time, you're going to be more excited. I mean, this is what you know. Men sort of seek out this uh, this kind of the kind of novelty because it makes you more excited, and so it's entirely. Possible that, like, there's just so much more buildup that then there is like enough for two. And so, I don't know. I mean, it's not, this is not, again, this isn't implausible to me. It's, you know, she's saying that, yeah, like, occasionally you'll have a situation where there's two. She also said that it's not like seven, which I like that. I like the fact that she didn't, she said, look, you know, one or two. Right. Right. And and the two is sort of unusual. It's like, okay, that, because I think as a man, like, that's not an insane experience the thing that's an ins- that's hard for a man to believe i think is yeah this this surfing a wave and it's like oh I, you know on the sex subreddit you'll see all the time you know oh i had 22 and you're like hmm, <laughs> hmm 22 <laughs> equally powerful within uh say five minutes or 10 minutes yeah. and you go well that's just because because i start asking myself well where are all those hormones coming from like or what like what's going on
1: right yeah i mean i I'm skeptical of that as well. I, I, I think, I don't know, like maybe the big reveal here is that there's like two modes of orgasms, right? There's sort of like a, a half one or one that, <laughs> one that precipitates a, a, a writing of, of a wave. And then there's a more sort of classic one where, you know, have it's you an ever, intense release and yeah, go ahead. Have you ever had the experience? Cause I've had this as
2: well. where like, you're, this is – yeah, actually, this is an interesting question. You've had – I've had the experience where I'm ejaculating, which I like. It's fun. I enjoy that experience. Ejaculating? Yeah, me too. I do. I do. It's good. Anyway, so let's say I'm on uh, uh, contraction four, say. And usually, the not normal male experience is kind of there's a peak one two, the first couple. <laughs> and it sort of tails off, right? I mean, the first couple are the most intense. Yes. But I've had an experience before, and I had it recently actually, which is making me think of this, where it was like one and two were great, three was a little lower, and then four actually amped back up again. Have you had that happen before? <laughs> um,
1: not to my recollection, but why do you think – I mean, maybe because you were inspecting it so carefully, there's almost like no. a psychosomatic thing. No? Okay. All
2: right. No, because it was – because the, the way I actually experience it is that it's like it's like it feels like it feels like there's just so much semen that my body's like, all right, I got to, I have to like, I'm not going to get this all out unless I like, <laughs> unless I generate some more stronger contractions on the tail end here. That's the sort of experience. And so it's notable because it's like, well, there, yeah, it just seems like there's more coming out than usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the mode in which that happens sometimes for me.
1: Okay. Okay, so I have one more short clip from our friend in Europe here, and I, I suggested to her that you might be skeptical of her ability to recognize what an orgasm is. and I think I specifically used the word that you the word confused. So I'm gonna play. I'm gonna
2: yeah that, that appears to be something uh, our lovely listeners that enrages some of our <laughs> listeners because we've gotten this feedback.
1: Um, this is this has made a number of women dislike me. Uh, this this claim. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So so here she is defending him herself against the accusation of not knowing what a female orgasm is. I
2: didn't. I did not make that
1: accusation. Right, right. like an accusation. So this is, this is a power. would be ac- accusation. Okay. Here we go.
0: But then he also has to call me confused, and I can. I mean, I can't. I can't, of course, prove it. But I'm not confused. <laughs> I really am not confused. Like. Of course, yes. The intensity goes down, and it maybe maybe along the lines of you know your um, have orgasm kind of thing for the guy, um, but it it certainly is one. It certainly is one. I'm not confused on that. Yeah. Thanks.
2: So a couple so things. Thanks. One is one is I mean yeah, like it's plausible. Second, she could prove it. There are things she could do to prove it. Um, or are we back into the finger in the butthole or the MRI machine? I'm not. No, no MRI. I mean, that's absurd. Obviously, uh, <laughs> that's crazy. But you no, know, I think there are things she could do to prove it. I think if she if she was, she thought creatively about the situation, and also like, um, yeah, I mean, like, look, if this is what if it, if what it takes to get women to call in and describe their orgasms is for me to be skeptical of them, then I feel even
1: better about being skeptical. <laughs> the world's premiere or a uh, female orgasm skeptic yes yes uh, yeah, that's right there's, there's like I'll a line of women around the block like demanding to prove their orgasms to you
2: that's right listen ladies like uh, I don't believe <laughs> in any of this
1: so I need I need proof and uh yes yeah it's my um, true calling in life okay we have like uh I don't know 15 or 20 minutes here let's let's get to some a couple topics from Reddit so um this person says watching a woman masturbate is it actually a turn on? So I masturbated for my boyfriend on video chat, and I decided to put the camera up to my pussy so he could see me grinding against the vibrator. Eventually, my pussy was soaked. This sounds like it was written by a man, but all right. While I was doing it, he kept commenting on how beautiful it looked to watch me play with myself. His amazing, How amazing and good it looks when my vibrator was glistening and sliding up and down between my lips and stuff. He stopped touching himself so I could finish first in parentheses. She says, so sweet. And then he came like 45 seconds after I did. So is this something that is actually hot or beautiful to watch, or is this just something to make me feel good?
2: Was it wait, was this on
1: video chat or in real life? I missed that. This is uh, over video chat.
2: <sighs> so that's what we've come to. That's what that's what's happening now as people are, people
1: yeah, this are doing is that. The, the COVID date. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. What what are your thoughts on
1: this? Um, let's see. I think watching my partner masturbate herself would be hot. Yeah, sure. Fine.
2: Yeah. Do you think it's hotter or less hot if she's using a vibrator? Less. Yeah. That's what I think too. And why? you have any thoughts on that?
1: Um, I don't like that a vibrator can do something that I can't. Oh my goodness. I didn't know it was going to go there. Okay. So this is back to the, <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> this is, this is insecurity. All right. Like some people in this world have, you know, mild insecurities that they, that they wrestle with, you know? You yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I don't either, but
2: it's not, I don't, I don't enjoy it that much, say on a cam site or whatever, but it's not because it makes me feel insecure. It's because like, I just don't find the, I don't find the visual that compelling. It's like, I don't know, like not much is happening. Right.
1: You feel like you can see more of what you came to see without the vibrator occluding the view or what do you mean?
2: No, I mean, well, it's just not moving. I mean, like the typical, first of all, it's not going to be highly unlikely to be penetrative. I'm imagining like one of those back massagers, like the kind of, uh, well, a typical one that some women use is a uh, is some uh, I don't know, I don't know the the model number, but it's a back massager that like kind of has a bulb at the end, like a ball at the end, and then a handle they hold. Yes, right, and and and, and
1: basically what you do with is it that is that actually the, a back massager. I think that's just well a vibrator. I, mean, I think I mean, oh, they're, they're going to it marketed as a? I know there were like in the fifties there were vibrators that were marketed as back massagers, but I, thought oh, I think we've gotten over that far more recently.
2: Far more okay. recently, no. I mean, if you're going to get one at Costco or something, it's going to be marketed as a uh, <laughs> back
1: massager, you know. Yeah,
2: and and, and frankly, yeah. it'll probably be a lot cheaper if it's sold as a back massager. To be honest, but
1: yeah, that's true. You don't have to pay the the so called pink
2: tax. True. Very good point. Uh, so anyway, so the typical thing will it just it's just sort of held there, right? Like sort of at the junction there, and it's right. it's not because the motor is doing all the work. Right. So, I mean, like, if, like, that, th- th- yeah, I, I mean, one of the realities. So, so the problem, like, look, maybe this guy is telling the truth and he's like, hey, this is my favorite thing to watch. But the thing about it is, like, if you go on a porn site and you watch female masturbation videos, like, the ones that seem more realistic, like, just not much happens. Now, the ones that are more entertaining, where they're like, penetrating themselves with various things or, like, rubbing themselves furiously, like, kind of changing what they do a lot, making it interesting, Mm -hmm. probably aren't real, right? I mean, because that's not actually uh, typically what works, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think – Hmm. yeah, I mean – the mechanics of like what's actually going on in the like, you know, 100 square pixel box of her vagina on the video chat aside. Yeah, like I think the thing that makes this turn on is like they're they're sort of like performing for you. Like I think this is why people like, you know, these private chat rooms and chatterbait is that the they can sort of delude themselves into thinking that this person is masturbating for them. Um, but when it's your actual partner, like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool to watch them jerk off. So, you know, especially if it's in your name or for your benefit. Sure.
2: I mean, it's also very difficult. It would be very difficult for me as a man to divorce that from the reality of what he's showing her, which is <laughs> be very clear. Like that is not something that most people want to see is a guy, a square box of a man doing that is not –
1: yeah. Not, I mean not
2: a very high value commodity, put it that way.
1: Yeah. I have a topic about that, but let's let's hold off on that for a minute. So I wanna I wanna ask you something. This is not from Reddit. This is like something that I came up with on my own. So we've we've talked a lot about blowjobs on this show. Um
2: oh and by the way, Ali never actually had the opportunity to try to persuade you. She 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 said Oh, we forgot uh, to do that. Yeah. For the beginning of the episode where she was on, she was going to persuade you that she does like giving them and then and then it never happened. So I mean, we, we really should try to get her to come on and and, and try to do that persuasion. I, maybe I could moderate
1: and and maybe give some time for her to it might change your life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just a reminder to our newer listeners, yeah. I find it difficult to believe that women really enjoy giving men blowjobs. And obviously, I can intellectualize that I'm wrong about this, but I can't. Yeah, and a feather. In a feather my right about it.
2: This is one of the few situations, maybe not so few, but it's one of the situations where I, uh, yeah, like I do believe the women. Yeah, hmm. so okay. I don't. I don't always think you guys are lying.
1: Okay, so you know, so I have not had like if the average man has had n orgasm or n blowjobs in his life, like I've probably had n divided by ten and divided by twenty. You know, uh, far fewer. Um. How do you here's my question for you how do you negotiate blowjob intent so when somebody starts blowing you how do you know if it's if they want you to come or not and like what's the base level assumption if nothing's been been explicitly said I mean
2: I think that that you're basically asking whether it's like the final act or the foreplay Yeah I mean so first of all I think it I think it matters This is just typical for guys, right? It matters a lot what her state is, right? So whether she's been taken care of,
1: Mm -hmm. right? So that's going to – Okay. So where it falls in the the sort of order of events.
2: Yeah. I mean the other thing that's weird about your question is it implies that the woman is kind of directing the action in a way that I think is a little bit – no, I mean look – many many different styles of
1: things okay. happen in these I think types. I know where you're, you're going here but go on go on go on. Yeah
2: it just feels like you're kind of being submissive. You're like, "Oh, I'm just going to wait to see what she wants to do." And it's like, "Well, that's not typical, right?" I mean, typically okay. it's like do, the do guy you think is the most driving
1: most men initiate blowjobs. I think that, I mean, it, it sort or of often, depends on the or whatever story. like most often usually you know, <laughs> yeah. No,
2: I no I, I wouldn't say that. I would say that I would I would not say that I would say that it's like kind of an obvious like part of what goes on in the situation and like it's not totally obvious who's direct, directing it. However, the I'm, I'm place, imagining
1: like various ways of insinuating your your dick towards
2: her mouth. Oh well, you, there's like the you know there's the almost trope or meme on Reddit of uh, the guys who are like just pushing down with their hand. You know right, that's right, like,
1: right.
2: of course the irony there is that like sometimes you know it really is so psychologically dependent it's dependent on context right some women will say i hate that some women will say they like it and frankly you know that like it depends on the guy right like it's it's situational like sometimes they'll have a yeah. relationship where it works right, for them right. and yeah. the same woman might find it really bothersome with a different guy because of the nature of their relationship so it's yep. tricky yep. um but it doesn't but so but i would say that most of the time it's going to be the woman you know initiating that but the way it goes into the sort of orchestration of the whole event Is going to usually be more up to the man, right? Although maybe not in your world. Maybe in your world, it's the woman orchestrating the
1: event. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I don't, I'm not looking to get blown. And so, you know, I'm guessing that like most normal men have an array of strategies and tactics that they use to sort of insinuate that into happening. But if anything, I, I have like an array of like, you know, chaff and flares, the, like defense mechanisms to stop it from happening. So, I mean, you
2: want to clue us in like, what do you, what do you do as a man? Cause I think this is unusual. What do you do to sort of prevent that from happening? <laughs>
1: how do you, how do you stop a, a, a hungry woman for blowing you? Um, yeah. I mean, what do, what do I do? I mean, you know, so oftentimes, you know, you just have to say, you know, Hey, you know, you, you, me, I will say, you know, look, I'm just not that comfortable with blowjobs, especially in early sexual encounters. um And then, really, you say that? Mm-hmm. That's got to be. Uh, at some point, you have to say it, Mike. Right? Like, you know, you could like try to insinuate and you know move your hips, you know, back, and, and you know, uh, if if you feel like she's making a move, you could you know make a counter move or whatever. But you know, at some point, you know, she notices and. Okay, so
2: you do have other techniques you use. Those other things are you. You said them, so they must be what you do. You sort of move. You kind of do it in a more
1: passive way, and then you. Yeah, but that, that only out. works against that only we, works against weak opponents, right? Like you know, most people are actually trying to give me a blowjob, and in that case, they're yeah, they'll be persistent until yeah, yeah, yeah. A conversation almost not almost always I guess almost always ends up being necessary.
2: Yeah. I mean, like it, it, well, I mean, first of all, I would say that uh, I think it's likely that when you say that to a woman, it's the first time she's ever heard that. I think it's likely, like it's not a hundred percent, but I think it's likely. And and it makes me wonder, yep. like, what I, that I have some in. thoughts on that. Go
1: ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, Yeah, I think they think I'm like trying to virtue signal. Like they don't actually believe that I actually don't want a blowjob. Uh, they think I'm just trying to be nice and, you know, whatever. And, and so, and so then they say, you know, so, so that's my like pawn to, you know, queen two, or I I don't know how chess works, but, uh, and then what they'll say is, you know, no, but I really want to, but like my whole, my whole hangup is that I think they are performing that they want to. And so, you know, you know, you know, then we get into, you know, move four and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weird little dance.
2: Yeah, and I mean I'm certain that you're wrong about that. And that's why we need to have someone come on and try to convince you. But but to the question of there was this other question, which was how do you how do how do how does like the orchestration happen around like whether that's going to be the final act? Which for you it you're saying it's like almost never. Correct. In, yeah. In fact, in some ways, it seems like maybe a woman would view this. And I think you've told me this before, like that the notion that a woman will view this as like, well, I'm gonna get him to let me finish, you know, to go do this to completion. Like that's happened to you before. Right. Where like, it becomes a challenge. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, it has. Yeah.
2: Like, she's like, maybe, maybe he tastes really weird. Maybe there's like some problem. Um, no, but I could see that. I could see that blue. Yeah. And I mean, I, I just think like, I think the way, so the, the orchestration there I think is really simple. It's like, look, like it's common in the act for that to start happening at some point. And then the guy just has to make the decision for, for, for most men where they don't find it repellent or uncomfortable. Uh, the guy well, has to I make the decision. Yeah, of- yeah I, I know. It was fun to say repellent though. Uh, the, uh, but the guy has to make a decision about whether like to continue there or to move on to a different activity. And that's, I think that's basically how that orchestration works is very simple. It's just the guy either initiates something else or he doesn't. And if he doesn't, I don't honestly, I mean, like I don't think the woman cares that much. Like it doesn't, I mean, look, if she doesn't want, you know, to swallow or whatever. That's one thing, but let's say she doesn't care. Like, I just don't think she cares that much where your semen goes.
1: Yeah. I think there's some set of women. It's, it's less than 50%, probably way less than 50% that probably don't actually like blowjobs. And it sort of depends on the partner too, but you know, all, all things being equal, don't really like blowjobs. And then the majority of women do. And for them, yeah, I think it's like, as long as, they're quote unquote satisfied um i don't think they mind that much like they're yeah they get in they get get into pleasure giving mode i mean we've
2: discussed this before right but like i mean one of the key advantages that i could see i mean i'm not gay and i'm not a woman but a key advantage i can see is like it's we've discussed this before the notion that it's like a really direct way to experience your orgasm the guys right i mean it's like they're participating more it yeah yeah and some people like that I,
1: I mean, I definitely don't argue that it's not a direct so, wait, way. Direct is a funny euphemism there,
2: but yeah. So uh, if there was a woman where you were 100% sure that it was desired, then your hangup would go away, or is there something more to it than that?
1: Uh, difficult to set up that hypothetical situation, but I do enjoy the feeling of having my penis in someone's mouth. Let me, okay,
2: let me give you a hypothetical. Let's say there was a woman-
1: uh, maybe a woman who's listening. Maybe, maybe, you maybe when get, you're maybe, dating. Maybe we can get there with like, let's say it's a machine, or like a.
2: Well, a hey, robot hang on, hang on. Let's okay. say it was okay. a woman, and, and you're with her, and she's and she wants she wants to get off, and she's ma- masturbating near you, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Look, the thing that's going to get me off is to have your dick in my mouth." Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened
1: to you? Uh I mean, I've had people make the argument that they are very aroused by. But like you've never actually had it. a woman basically be like, "Look, like I'm not going to get there without this." No, I don't think I've had that specific. Huh. No. So it seems like a woman should probably do that. Anyway, <laughs> they're, they're going to extort a blowjob out of me. Or I'm just, giving, yeah. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to help you out, man. Just yeah. give,
2: give, give tips to whoever might be listening.
1: <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. All right. Uh, I didn't know if we would have time for this, but I think we do. This. This. Um, this this man writes, women, what would you want in a nude from a male partner? I've talked to my girlfriend about sending nudes to each other. We're both very interested in both sending and receiving. Here's the problem. Her nudes are goddamn high art, the lighting, the lingerie, the poses. And I just want to respond in kind, but I have no idea what to do. My monkey brain just goes, send penis, but I know that's rarely appreciated. And yes, communication is key, I know, but she's quite uncomfortable talking about stuff like this. This has 5,000 upvotes. Um, well, do you have any initial thoughts here? I can, I can read some of the, of the responses there. there.
2: Oh, I mean, I, I know what the answer is. The answer is basically like, look, there is a small set of men, a small set of men, uh, probably under 10% where this would work, but it has nothing to do with the lighting. In fact, like spending a bunch of time on clothing and lighting is like, you, you've already missed the point. Like if you want her to appreciate that, if you want to be, then, then what you want is you want to have a nude body that. The generic woman would appreciate. So, think of like uh, an Olympic swimmer. Like, I mean, obviously, you're not going to be an Olympic swimmer, but like, imagine that kind of body. Like, so, like, the thing that is attractive in a man, a male body, is defined musculature, you know, obviously, like, well groomed, like, these sorts of things. But like, it, as soon as you fall away from that, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, that's the equivalent of the woman having ample breasts. Uh, okay. hips all right. look good let's,
1: so forth. All right. Let's assume this guy, let's stipulate this guy's in good shape. Like what, like what, what camera angle should he be wearing clothes? Where, where is he, is he erect? Uh, what, like.
2: No, I don't think, I think that, I think that my personal opinion on this is like any sort of emphasis on the penis is you immediately have like gotten confused. Like, uh-huh. so, I mean, like, uh, wearing a towel Let's say, let's say that you are in good shape, then wearing a towel coming out of the shower would be just as okay. compelling, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So leave something to see, the imagination. See, it's not that. It's just that like, look, the issue here, see, you, what you did is you took away the actual issue. You said, oh, let's imagine he's in good shape. He's not. That's the actual issue, right? So it's like, look, when you have somebody who doesn't, like a man who isn't in good shape just doesn't look good, period. And so there's just nothing you can do about it, right? It's like, look, like you're, you don't look good. Um, women have the advantage that men are much, much, much more interested in their body parts, their reproductive body parts than women are in men's reproductive body parts. So a woman who doesn't look so good, isn't in shape or whatever can get away with that. A
1: man just can't. That's my take. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm still, well, okay. All right. Let me read a couple of these comments because they're entertaining. So the number one upvoted comment and I suspect it's number one upvoted because it's women upvoting this, because this isn't something that I would upvote as a man. But this person says Firstly, clean your room and make your bed. Pretty much 90% of guy nudes have bare mattresses and heaps of dirty clothes, and it's rank. Boners underneath boxers are good. Boner outlines underneath jeans and fabric are alluring. Make sure you include a good amount of flexed thigh or stomach. Sure. I mean, the
2: last part, well, I mean, obviously like
1: dirty surroundings is, I mean, it's like, hey, hey look. Uh, <laughs> Mike, have look you ever noticed the background surroundings and like a female nude? Like, I don't even, see, I mean, she may as well be on Mars and I wouldn't notice. there could be a little That's alien the- behind her and I wouldn't even notice it.
2: And well, look, if it was, if, if the guy looked like Michael Phelps, uh, she wouldn't notice it either.
1: That's the thing. It's like it's like yeah, because she, because it's not interest. It's not fundamentally very interesting. So she, her eye wanders immediately. They they use like eye tracking software, and if it's if it's looking at the background in the room, you've already lost. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think most, I think, I think pretty much every man out there can just immediately ask himself which category is in. He all, they all know, and so then there you are. You you know there are a few people on the bubble, but like
1: yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Uh, this person says. Sorry to answer this, but I am a bisexual guy. If that helps, ha ha. And sorry if you're into your tech and this insults your intelligence. This person spells you're wrong every time. It's impressive. Um, given it's 50-50 each time you try to use it. Uh, set your phone or laptop up to, to video the bed. Laptop is more ideal as you can see what it's capturing. It's is missing a parenthesis too. If using I'm getting distracted, sorry. If using the laps the laptop then video if using the laptop then video yourself doing various poses. You will feel silly, but no, no one is around, so don't worry. Hold each pose for a few seconds at a time. Use VLC Media Player to play the video back. On top of the player, you should see different menu options. One of them says video. When playing the video back, hit the pause button on one of your poses, then click video, and you will see a drop-down menu. This is I'm going through this because it because it gets to a punchline. At the bottom, of that menu is the word take snapshot, simply snapshot the pause screen on every one of your poses. It will auto-save to your pictures and Hey, presto, just transfer the pictures to your phone and send. Just imagine this guy in his like weird bedroom, immaculately cleaned, you know, doing these poses and then, you know, going frame by frame through his video to capture screenshots. Like just would a woman. Wait, appreciate wait, wait. wait, wait, wait.
2: That is the, the really, okay. So he's a bisexual man. Yes. Um, He's probably sending these to men, not to women. Uh, and I just want to say that that's exactly what you just described is exactly what women do. But go on.
1: Well, I know. I know. Yeah. The, yeah like they, they, they go through all see, the photos. They take hundreds. If you could so see forth. the selfie graveyard for every selfie that you receive. Like, it would be alarming. You'd uh, be alarmed at how few selfies I receive. But yeah. Well, I was using the royal. The royal, yeah. all right. Um So... Anyway, this guy doesn't give any specific advice. He does say, as for what poses you should do, I don't know if I can be of much help. Maybe start fully dressed and with each pose, remove more clothing until the inevitable. Also, I've never met a woman that didn't appreciate satin boxers. Ha ha. Good luck and have fun. Yeah. I mean, I like, yeah. So, so I'm thinking more of the, the gay than the heterosexual element of this guy who says
2: he's bisexual, but like to me, like I, and I actually don't know this, but I assume from all my life experiences that, uh gay men are men. And so they like hetero men are interested in the um, body parts of other men in a way that women kind of aren't. And so like, I'm not sure that his feedback is that on point for what a woman would like, but
1: Mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah. All right. There is, there is a comment from a woman here. This one has, I don't know why this isn't showing up as on top, but this one has 6,000 upvotes. Uh, And she says, Oh my God, guy nudes. I love guy nudes. I've been doing, I've been dying. FKR. This conversation with my man. I don't know what that means. It's not important. These are all things I'd love to see more of. You're right in not taking a picture of your PP and sending it to her. It's good, but meh. You can definitely do better. After all, she's an angel into her pics. You can be too. Most girls have something about men they love. Backs are typical, abs, a nice chest. Some body part they're attracted to. Find out your girls and use it. They get super hot when my honk flexes and I can see his cock plus his arms. Or his torso, too, but also his face. He's so handsome, I'd hate to miss out on his face. Also, try props. Grind on a pillow and take a <laughs> sleeping bag and take a photo with the time countdown at Snapchat. Take one of you unbuckling your belt, laying on the floor in bed. Tell her what you want to do while taking a video of you playing with yourself or rubbing yourself through your shorts. What this through the shorts thing is sort of interesting. Yeah, I mean they're looking for something suggestive without the the
2: actual reveal. Yeah, that's. I mean, I like. First of all, I mean, I guess the thing to say would be R.I.P. her inbox. Yeah, if that is a woman, but like, I just think that like her. Well, well, it doesn't matter if she's a woman or not. She definitely got like a thousand nudes after posting that. I assume so, and I mean the thing she said were, were. it makes sense to me i mean for the most part it's like look face abs chest you know body part but 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 again like it's like if they look terrible like if you're if you're 100 pounds overweight none of this is going to be compelling so hmm.
1: yeah okay all right i'm going to close out this thread and maybe even this episode with this this person says finally it's so hot to hear a guy coming if you and her are up to it send her a video of you moaning men moaning is one of the world's greatest treasures and it's a shame a lot of men tend to be quiet Knowing you're going to get off to her, I wager, well, I wager make her feel sexy and full and it'd make anyone's toes crawl. So yeah, that's sort of a throwback to our previous discussions about giving some oral feedback during- I I, I believe that a lot of this stuff like falls in that category of like,
2: it's it's, it's a very um, bimodal category. It's interesting. It's like, if it's from the guy that you're interested in, all these things are really compelling. But if you imagine getting it from a random guy, it's like terrifying and horrible, right? It's like the worst thing that ever happened to you. Like, I like if somebody just started sending me text messages of audios of themselves moaning. Uh, and if I was a woman, it'd probably be like ten times worse. But as a man, I would be pretty uh, nonplussed by that. As a woman, I would be probably frightened anyway. <laughs> Whereas if a woman, if a bunch of women started doing that, I don't know. I mean, it would be it would be weird also. But if I got that from
1: women, it would be better better than men. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had? sex oh sure okay sure long ago i i had not until fairly recently and i was very very pleasantly surprised by how much i enjoyed it like hearing her um you know moan and stuff was really very great
2: you didn't find the post not clarity to kind of rough though like what did i just do um, hmm. I think I remember that I think I remember the element of like oh because I mean at the end what are you, where are you just on a maybe, were you on a video conference or just audio
1: no audio I think I would be afraid I don't know about afraid but I, I would be much more self-conscious to masturbate in front of someone on video than on the phone well, although Keith I mean uh, you and I both know that
2: the listener count for our podcast would go up a lot if you had a sex tape yeah. Or an
1: oral sex tape. That's right. Uh, um. Anyway, no, I just bring that up because, yeah, I, I think hearing a woman moan is pretty, can be pretty rad. Sure. Depends on the woman, of course.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think that generally was a positive experience. I just, it's just you typically remember what happened afterward. And I think I remember having negative post-nut clarity there.
1: Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's always a a tiny amount of, I don't know if it's regret or shame or or something that happens after an orgasm, but it's, you know, you you just got to keep fighting through, Mike. I do. I fight the good fight on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and and we will both continue doing so. So that will do it for episode 24 of Your Mileage May Vary. We're always happy to receive feedback. Uh, You can leave it at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Uh, As always, we appreciate the listens and we look forward to having you back for our next episode.